Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones and today we're going to talk about emotional management. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. First Corinthians 10, 13, in the New Living Translation, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand, and when you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. Did you hear that great news? You can endure. You know, in life, there are situations that come that are of an adverse nature. There is the arduous process of cultivating vision. Um, There is continually endeavoring to progress in the midst of all of the resistance and turbulence that we experience. There are unforeseen circumstances. But really, when it comes to processing the nuances of life and making progress in any climate or in any condition, none of these things would really matter. What really matters is your own ability to manage your emotions. Now, I want you to think about it this way. In Luke chapter 21, verse 19, it says, In your patience possess ye your souls. So what really matters, no matter what we're dealing with in life, is the state of the soul of the one who is going into the situation. You know, we all deal with adversity. But the question is, What condition is your soul in when the adversity appears? We all have to deal with the arduous process of vision and cultivating that which we desire in life or that which has been purposed for us in life. But the real question is, what is the state or condition of the soul that's dealing with those variables? So always focus on your state of mind. You cannot manage the state you live in, Florida, Georgia, Indiana. That's up to the governors and mayors and all of those individuals. But you can manage the state you live in. And that is the state of your mind. And you get to determine the quality of your life. Now I want you to write this down. The quality of your life is directly attached to the state of your mind. I want you to think about that. The quality of your life is directly attached to the state of your mind. Now, I want you also to make note of the balance principle. It's easier for issues to knock someone off balance who was already in balance when going into those issues. 
So you got to focus on your own balance and keeping your mind in the right place as a prerequisite to life, as a prerequisite to challenges that you will face. Now, I want to talk about emotional management and the five elements of the business of a balanced soul. Now, write this down. You cannot manage the things that happen in life, but what you can manage is the impact of those things upon your emotions. For example, in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, it says, So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. So I want you to write these five elements of this business of balancing your soul down. Number one, the first tenet of the management of your emotions is organization. The first tenet of the management of your emotions is organization. Now, for some of you, your soul is a very disorganized place. It is a place of chaos and disorder. And so the first thing you have to do in order to bring balance in your emotional life is that you've got to set your soul in order. Now, the second tenet of creating this balance is stewardship. Which means you have to tend to your soul as if it is a kingdom commodity. You often hear me say that self-care is not selfish. And there are some that need to learn the value and practice the habit of self-care. Now, thirdly, you have to have systems and processes. As with any form of management, including emotional management, there must be systems and processes which are geared toward garnering a certain result. So these systems and processes are in place to ensure efficiency, productivity, and consistency. Now, another part of management, and really playing on the management concept from a business standpoint, but you know, managing your emotions is serious business. Hiring and firing is a part of management, which means you have to employ to your soul the things which will help you to accomplish your goals, and you have to be diligent enough to fire from your soul the things that are non-productive, hiring, firing. Now, the fifth key is budgeting. You know, any business management requires budgeting as a fundamental part of remaining vibrant. Well, the same way from an emotional standpoint, you have to learn the principle of budgeting for your soul's care. And that is governing the process of intake and expenditures to ensure balance. Remember this, you can't just keep making withdrawals and withdrawals and withdrawals and not make any deposits. And that is a budgetary concept and a budgetary process. Now, I want to give you this triangle of uh, emotional stability. First of all, there must be a foundation. That's one part of the triangle. There must be a foundation. I want you to write note of that. Secondly, we must have a process. And then thirdly, we must have discipline. Foundation, process, and discipline are the three sides of the triangle of emotional stability. Now, let's examine the first of them. Foundation. You must discover, you must determine, 
And you must be assured of this question. Who am I? Now for me, 1 John 3, 2 says, Beloved, now we are the sons of God. So I know that I am a son of God. That's part of my foundation as a being. The second part of foundation is what is my value? Acts 20, 28 says that God has purchased Mark Jones with his own blood. You can insert your name there. But my value is attached to what Christ was willing to pay for my redemption. So the first aspect of emotional management is you must have F A, you must have a foundation. The F is for foundation. Now, secondly, secondly, you must have a process. What does your soul require in order to feel tended to? I want you to think about that. What does your soul require in order to feel tended to? Mark chapter 1 verse 35 says that very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. So what does your soul require in order to feel tended to? What is your process of managing your emotions? What is your process of ensuring that none of the variables and nuances of life become overwhelming to you. Now the third part of the triangle of emotional stability and part of emotional management is discipline. And that is adopting lifestyle choices of personal maintenance and being consistent about performing them. Now I want you to refer to another very powerful scripture and I, I actually alluded to it earlier but in 1 John 3, 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. So, God has a picture of wholeness and well-being for you. My question is, do you have the same image? Do you have the same picture? Now, I want, I want you to think about this. I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to think about it. Are you, as a, as a soul, stable? Are you, as an emotional being, stable? Now, the word stable means not likely to give way or overturn. It means firmly fixed. And, and a, a very fundamental part of stability is equality. You know, if you look at a table with three legs, each leg must be the same length in order for there to be stability. And, and I want to give it to you this way. Uh, you look at that table and those three legs, those three legs represents, uh, each one of them represents a part of creating an internal or emotional balance. The first leg could be resolution. How do you gain emotional resolve? Now this is critical to managing the nuances of your emotional well-being you have to determine how you gain emotional resolve because remember life is not going to hand you emotional resolve so how do you gain emotional resolve now secondly is resort and that is when you're dealing with the nuances and the variables of your life when you're dealing with the challenges when you're dealing with the adversity when you're dealing with the complexities of life 
what do you run to? What is your go-to or who is your go-to? Because remember, we must all have resolution. We must all have a place or a person to resort to. And then thirdly, the third leg in that table of balance is rumination. And that is what is cycling through your mind as you deal with your challenges we all you know we all have challenges we all face very difficult situations in life but as you're processing your situation what is cycling through your mind what is the base which your soul is established upon what is your capacity you got to know this so that you don't take upon yourself things that you were not designed to handle. You know that you cannot handle. Now, I'm going to give you some more keys on emotional management that you can apply. First of all, eliminate stress. And I'm going to give you one ironclad process for eliminating stress. You ready for it? Perform to your capacities. Think about it. When you've done everything you should about everything you're responsible for, there's really no room for stress. Eliminate, next, frustration. And that is, you got to get out of your own strength and your own understanding. And for me, that means reasoning through the Word of God. When I deal with any situation, I think about what does the Word of God say. And then for me, that also means relying upon God's strength, God's grace, God's anointing, God's wisdom, and the leadership of God's spirit. Now, you got to also find a way to do the work that you were designed to do. See, that's where fulfillment lies. When you do the work you were actually designed to do, you can do it every day. You can do it all day. You can do it in season and out of season and not even feel like you're doing actual work. Now, if you've lost your motivation, remember this. The loss of motivation is always attached to a redirection of your focuses. You cannot lose motivation without redirecting your focuses to something of lesser significance or importance. Now, let me give you these keys for tempering your emotions. Number one, practice optimism. Find the right side of everything and express it. And that brings me to the second point. Express gratitude. What in this situation can I be grateful for? What in this situation can I give thanks for? Thirdly, maintain a positive self-estimation. Maintain a positive self-estimation. Now, lastly, peace of mind in the visionary process is what I'm going to discuss with you. Number one is vision. This originated from God and is a reflection of my truest concerns and giftings. I want you to think about this. This is how you maintain peace of mind in the visionary process. So you see, it starts with knowing where your goals, your objectives, your agenda, your agenda originated from. This originated from God. This is not on me. It doesn't sit on me. And this is a reflection of my truest concerns and my actual giftings. Now, 
another aspect of peace of mind in the visionary process is trust. And for me, it looks like this. I believe in God. I believe in other people. I believe in myself. I believe that my steps are ordered by God and that all things conspire to manifest my destiny. And the third and final part of peace of mind in the visionary process is competence. And that is, I work from my worth, not for my worth. Did you hear that? I work from my worth, not for my worth. I know my value. I know that God sees me. And I put forth the necessary effort that I must in order to accomplish my goals without excuse. Now, my love, I know that this is a whole lot of information in a very short time. But the business of emotional management is perhaps one of the most important undertakings that you will ever, ever endeavor to do in your entire life. I want to remind you once again that if you're interested in getting Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. Or you can always check us out on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. And then you can be you can find me on Facebook at Mark Jones. Now remember, until we get together next time. May you live long and lead well.